Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Let's Boogie 101 show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're excited tonight. We have a great show in store for everybody, man. We just want to say welcome, 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 welcome. What a night it's going to be, y'all. And I'm always here with my co-host. I'm going to start with Miss Consuelo Patricia Pope. What's going on? Hello, I'm doing fine. Um, I'm having a good day. Uh, well, you know what? Every day is a good day. I just want to speak to my tribe members, let you know that people of positive energy, we are here on Fresh Nation, and I'm so excited to be here with you on this uh, today. All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. So glad to see you. You're looking good, looking well. You're smiling. And she can bow wow. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. And as always, my man. <laughs> comedian, the resident comedian <laughs> of the team, Mr. Tattletail. What's going on, brother? <laughs> How y'all doing out there? Let me tell you something. Y'all know what I'm going through. I'm feeling bad, but I'm going to tell you something. When I get with you guys, I feel good. I feel good. That's great, man. That's great. But we're going to get into that a little bit. Feel good. Stay with you. Let's all say, but before we do that, we got the wizard in the house, Ooh, as yes. always, laying so in the cut. Yes, mysterious. The wizard, Mr. Ray Caviano. What's going yes, on, Ray? Yes, 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 yes. The wizard is here, always here, you know, a constant presence, more than you realize. <laughs> I'm watching every move, every nuance. This is one of the best shows tonight that it's a very special show. People don't know. We have, don't, don't, don't touch that mouse. We're here, we're live, and, and, and just stay pushed. We've got a show tonight of one of the premier artists in the Soul family that we're not going to divulge. We'll, uh, we'll hold that right now because the wizard doesn't like to put all their cards on the table. Okay? Thank you. Right. Sounds Thank good. You. That sounds good, man. Sounds good. And we're going to have our, we're going to have some other people join us. We've, uh, we're going live on Facebook. And uh, we're going to go live probably on Twitch as well a little later on. And as Ray said, we had a special guest in the house tonight. She's family. Y'all know who she is. She gets the party started. And we worked with her on many, many occasions. So we're excited tonight. We're excited. Family's coming in the building. But before we do that, we've got some things going on, uh, Consuelo and Tattletale. We want to talk about the young lady uh, out of Mexico, man. We need an update on that, Tattletale. What's going on with that young lady that was found or oh, left yeah. dead in that hotel room, man. Which is yes, a tragic thing. I mean, yes, it is sir. horrific that someone... You know, you know the, the, the thing that's like, that really bothers me about it, these were friend friends. I mean, it, college and everything. Come by the house. It wasn't somebody that she just recently met. You know, these For were really? friend friends. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah, it went college and everything. Yeah, and it, 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 it's so terrible, you know. Um, I, I just can't fathom that. You know, it's 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 like you're going out with someone that you, that you known for years, mm -hmm. and they attack you, and you don't come back home. And that's what it boils down to. Okay, that's what it boils down to. Um, the um, one of the good things that the family's happy about. I heard a mother speak on it. Um, is that uh, the government of Mexico has issued these warrants from that from that town over there in uh, Baja, Mexico. Um, so one thing, what they do, usually when you have an international situation like that, they don't release the name 
publicly who who's going to be arrested. Mm. So um, they know who the person is. They know where they live. They got the corporate. They got they have the cooperation with the State Department and the FBI. The FBI is also doing their own investigation into this matter too. So mm. you know, um, we'll we'll see how this plot thickens and how how more is uncovered because. What's, what else is bothering me is this, that voice in the background of that video uh, of this young man, I, I presume it's like a, a guy's voice that you don't see. He says to her about at least fight back. Mm. And she's, she says like, you know, very <laughs> timidly no. You know, and I'm like, when, wow. when somebody says no, why would you still keep beating them? The fight is it, over. This is just horrible. Yeah. It, it, I'm, so I'm like, but this 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 young man, I don't understand why he did not intervene. I don't, I don't understand why. Well, I'm not even. He's an idiot. Well, That's well, number one. Well, know? if I can just interject, I don't believe that these were her friends, and I know that yeah. we use that terminology very loosely. Obviously, these were her friends. Whether it was one person or two person that didn't intervene in the situation, all of them are wrong, and all of them are accountable. Um, this is something for these young people to take heed to know who you're traveling with, but also be able to deflect because I I've traveled a lot and I travel with different peoples and I mostly prefer traveling by myself because there will be attitudes and dispositions and all of that, but something else happened in that room. And I want the family to receive justice. And I want those people that were in that hotel room or in that, that space. Mm -hmm. uh, I want them to uh, know that they haven't gotten away. The thing that really irritates me with uh, Shaquilla's uh, case is that the people left her there. If that was my friend, <laughs> even if I only known you for 20 minutes and we came near together, I would have had to tell somebody, I'm sorry, I cannot leave. There was a situation. I have to stay here because my friend body is here, especially if I ate at your mama's dinner table. Are you crazy? Like, how do you, the mentality, I don't know if, if it's just a generational gap or it's just consistent. No, it's not. It's, it's a criminal gap. That's what it's, that's what it is. Break it down. There gap. you go. Because that's the word. My question, my question, and maybe one of you have the answer. When she, when they left, they left mm -hmm. her there. Was, did they leave her there without anyone else knowing they just left her there or did they leave her with authorities from Mexico? That's no, what I want to know. My understanding, and I may be right, and someone can correct me. And if you feel that you need to put it in a chat room, we're, we're welcoming that as well. My understanding is that she was found by the um, housekeeping services in the bathroom. So oh you didn't do what you were supposed to do by letting someone know if she was found slumped over by the um, <laughs> the staff there. Like you didn't hold her hand. You didn't cry out. If that was my friend, there is no way that I'm leaving you. I'm, I'm not leaving you. But 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 this is the thing. You know, you come you come on a trip with somebody. It's your friend. You leave them in the country without notifying I mean, how do you leave? <laughs> you know, wait, come on now. I mean, they not all, they're all a part of it. I exactly. Don't so all how do you them. leave? How do you leave someone there? Mm -hmm. Come back. And my mm -hmm. understanding is that this so-called best friend dropped her bags off to her parents. Is that correct? Is that so? Yeah. If, that, if that's so, that's that horrible. Happened? And then he left and was coming back and forth for a while until until it came out that she didn't die of the of the uh, alcohol poisoning. 
And then he stopped coming around. Alcohol. Mm -hmm. He stopped coming around after that. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand if we go somewhere together. Mm -hmm. We're together. Right. And especially in a in a situation like this, this is a, a super duper emergency. What are you talking about? How do you get on a plane and come back home? Knowing that this happened. That in itself is ridiculous. It's crazy. Which, make leads, sense. which leads me to believe, family, that they all had a part to play in this. All of them, whether you were hitting the young lady or recording the young lady or whatever the case, y'all all agree at some point that y'all was going to leave and this was going to be the story. This was going to be the story. Exactly. Exactly. That yeah. makes no sense. That makes you no sense. You know, when you sense. look at it, it, right. um, it almost seems if they have planned this thing months in advance, right. you know, right. before going on the trip. If this was a, a lure to get her there to do that, I mean, like she was lured to a place where she could not get help. Okay. Because you got to remember, not only she's out of a city, but she's out of the, she's out of the country. So now the there's country. no way she can get yeah. help. And, and usually when somebody wants to do something like that to you, that diabolical, they want to put you in a place where you're very vulnerable and you can't get help. And that was premeditated. That's what, that's I agree. so appalling. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that yeah. was premeditated. There's no way in the world that it just coincidentally happened. You know, and then people are filming. They were set up to, to film this. They were set up to humiliate her. And they were all against her and the so-called best friend or and the mm -hmm. guy taking the, the video. I mean, come on. This was all a plan. It was planned, you know, whether whether it was planned before they got there or after they got there, but it was planned. And yeah. I'm going to say this. If you are my best friend and this is a, I don't care if it's three against two or five against two. I only got two moves, windmill and pick up a chair. I'm windmilling and I'm picking up a That's chair. Right. Yeah, we go for broke at this particular point. If I can't say stop it, then we all got to We all got to windmill. We all got to be a part of, of of changing the atmosphere and moving furniture. I'm I'm really saddened because this young lady was 25 years old. And she's supposed to go internationally and travel. And you're supposed to see other places and other lands. And you're supposed to do these things and turn up or turn out or whatever the terminology is. But you're not supposed to come back, not come back. You're not supposed to have your mother bury you. You're not, this is not supposed to happen. So my prayers are for the family. And I, I, I'm looking close at this case and I'm like, they all going down. And you said, uh, Tattletale, that the feds are involved. This is international uh, uh, stuff. This is gonna, I'm surprised that it made the news. Yep. I'm surprised yeah. that it made the news, but I'm glad that it made the news. And you know why I'm surprised because I'm, um, yeah. but I'm glad that it did. And it puts highlight in regards to there has to be a code of ethics when we're traveling together, people. There has to be a code of ethics when you're hanging out with people that are supposed to be your friends. We have to, we have to figure this out. Like, if I don't like you, I don't want to be around you, but I don't want you to not hurt. I don't want you to like me to the point where you can murder me. Where they do that at? Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. And you know what? The truth is going exactly. to come out. And it has to because, it, you know, there's no way in the world that, first of all, first of all, you're talking about a, a group of people that are really not that smart, number one, obviously. Break it down. You know, they're really not that smart to do something like that and to believe that that story they concocted is going to fly is ridiculous. That's number one. So, you know, the thing that sheltered them is the fact that they were out of the country. 
mm. out of the neighborhood, out of the exactly. area. That's the only thing that prolonged this this foolishness. You understand what I'm saying? So at this point in time, at this point in time, they thought they was getting away with something. But as we know, it's going to catch up to them and it's starting to do that now. And once one tells, the rest are going to fall because they're going to tell on each other. They're going to blame each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to blame each other. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, boom. It's going to all be all be messed up. And it should be. And they should all go to jail as far as yep. I'm concerned. Because if you if you didn't take a part of it, you were a part of it. If you didn't help, if you didn't stop it, you aided and abetted. Period. Mm. You was a part of that. And you're going to take a film and say, well, right. you fight back. If a person is, like, like you said right. earlier, if she is not capable or able or even willing to fight back, then you put a stop to it. You put game a is over. It. Game is over at that point. Whoever wants to think that they're the yeah. winner, you're the, the winner. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that there's a reason. Yeah. When you it, get a certain it, age, you know, there is no reason for you to put your hands on me or my, me to put my hands on, on you. Exactly. But if it really, there, there's no reason. We're grown. So if we can't talk it out, <laughs> then the problem is that one of us needs to go. One of us needs to leave. And, and leave. that's as simple as that. Leave. Yeah. Walk away. Walk away. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Want to want to say, hey, Michelle, how you doing, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Wave to Michelle. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Michelle is one of the crew. She's one of our our people. She's family too. You know. So glad to have our families joining us on Facebook and other streams of of, of communication That's at the right. Fresh Nation Radio. We That's are right. so excited. We are here, family. Okay. Oh, it's gonna get better and better all night long. It's gonna get better. Oh, here goes another family member coming. They're gonna come in slowly but surely. That's okay. Slowly but surely they're coming in. That's okay. We'll, we'll we'll give them a we'll, we'll give them a plate of grits and uh <laughs> we gonna get back to the grits. I do not eat grits and I'm not eating no grits. I'm not eating nobody's grits. My man father wise. What's up, brother? There you go. There you go. Les, I'm still upset with you. I don't know what in the grit gates is going on. I'm about to take your black card away from you because you don't eat grits. I am upset about this. Yeah, he I don't know. Somebody been traumatized. I've been traumatized by the grits. <laughs> Okay, and you don't even say it right. Don't talk. Don't say it. Hey, hey, hey. Let, let's do this. Whoever eats, whoever, whoever eats grits, throw your hand in the air. Whoever greets. Oh, my goodness. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm outnumbered? Yes, because you're, you're illegal in 49 you states. You bro. You are illegal in 49 states when in Alaska and Puerto Rico. The fact that you don't eat grits is just wrong. I'm taking your black card from you. Pass it over. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness. We're going give, to give it to Ray. Yeah. Well, Ray already Ray already's on your side already, so I'm not even messing with him. No, I'm not even messing with him. Where, where's Ray? Ray still here? You, you still eating grits, Ray? Where are you? Yes, he eats grits. He uh, puts right? sugar. Remember? He puts sugar. sugar and milk. He sugar puts sugar and milk. And, milk. Yeah. and butter. And butter. He know what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Now, right at this time, I just want to make notice that for the people that are joining us, we're not unmuting you just as if you, had a, if you have a question, you can put it in the chat and uh, we'll try to make that happen for you. Thank yeah, you. Just give us a moment. Give us a moment. Give us a moment to unmute. We're waiting for Melissa to come. And oh, I, oh, I dropped it. Oh, 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 it is. I See what it is. As you had a bowl of grits this morning. See, Dude, see the grit. The grits got me messed up right now. Think, you know, I, I, don't, I can't even think no more. Talk about these grits, man. Y'all you're are crazy not, with the you're grits. You're not sharp. You're not sharp unless you have grits. That's the problem. That's what it is. But li- but listen, let's do this. Let's do this. We lost an icon. We lost a young lady this week. We lost Miss Irene Cara, Sparkle, mm-hmm. 
we lost Miss Cara, Irene Cara, man, from Sparkle, one of my favorite movies of all times. Now, what do y'all think about that, man? I think we need to pay homage to absolutely absolutely we need to pay homage to her not only gorgeous she was gorgeous it was a great movie i love that movie and i know we all saw the movie now we We all all saw saw the movie you know it was a great movie i remember being in the movies man up there in um or boston road Uh uh-oh melbourne theater we had a melbourne theater up in boston road in the bronx and uh we saw that movie and it was like at the end when he came running out when he came running out and and the guy didn't kill him. The whole movie stood up and started clapping. See, movies used to be like that. It used to be like that back in the day. They made some really great movies, mm-hmm. and the songs of the movie was just ridiculous. Now I'm gonna do this right now to pay homage to her. We're gonna sit back. Yeah. We're gonna take a little song from Sparkle right now, and we're gonna play that right now in her memory. Check this out, y'all. Tell me if you hear. Did you hear that? Yep. Yep. This is for Miss Irene Carter, rest in peace. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Hey. Irene Cara. Irene Cara, rest in peace, y'all. 
Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Wow. Such a great movie. Peace, peace great. big bro. That's a great movie. Great movie. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you pulled up the soundtrack yeah. where she's actually uh, singing it because there's, you know, two. <laughs> First of all, Aretha Franklin did the, the soundtrack uh, originally uh, for the, the movie, yeah. but I'm glad that in the movie you get to hear that she really had a beautiful voice. She really was a true American uh, uh, talent, Afro-Latina, uh, if you will. Um, and she was one of the first uh, of, of, of many to make an impact. Um, I'm, she's going to be missed. But I, I think people don't really understand that there's she wasn't she on fame? She was on fame. She had a was big, she on yeah. fame? Big part of fame. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she was one of the original cast for fame. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That, was the, that was the original Coco. Remember? Right. She was Coco. You, you better remember the name. Coco. This woman won Coco. Well, I mean, Carrie, you know, I remember the name. I remember her from uh, Aaron and Angela. <laughs> she won both a Grammy and an Oscar for Flashdance. She co-wrote Flashdance, which was a major pop. Wait a minute, up. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. oh definitely. And uh, back in the day at the uh, uh, disco conventions, uh, she presented me with an award as, as a picture I posted on Facebook of uh, Promotion Man of the Year uh, back then in, uh, I think, 1980. Uh, it's a great picture that I that I young, have with man. her. She was real young back then, man. She looked very young, very, very young. She was a kid back then when she gave you that award. Mm -hmm. That's a great right. picture, man. That was a great picture. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Grammy and an Oscar. That's a, you know, that uh, that was a real double hit for her. And, and when that, that movie came out and that song came out, it was, it, it was, it was incredible. Well, was Sparkle a was a great movie, too. That was the movie now. You know, I do that. We, we show yeah. that in our, in our other endeavors, yeah. our classic black movie runs. We show that movie all the time. And people love that movie. I could watch that over and over. You know, the new one that they put out, eh, it was okay. But it was not like the original. It was like <laughs> Michael Thomas and Irene Cara <laughs> and Vanetta McGee. Oh, Vanetta uh, McGee, boy, her sister was doing her thing, yeah. man. I love that Vanette, movie, man. Yeah, and she was mm -hmm. only 63 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they, did, what happened yeah, to young. Everybody? Nobody knows what happened. They didn't reveal That hasn't come out yet. It yeah. hasn't come out yet. Mm -mm. Wow. And she was from the Bronx. She, she was, was from the Bronx. Bronx. There she right. was. Well, who yeah. do we have we speaking on here? Hey, sister girl. What's your name? Michelle. So, hello, Michelle. Thank you so very hello. much for coming hello. on. I appreciate you. Hi, beautiful Thank queen. You Thank you. Michelle, I'm one I'm, queen Michelle, to the next. Michelle, if I'm not, uh, um, let me think about something. Because I think... If I'm not mistaken, didn't she go to one of the schools up our way? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was young um, on Facebook, and they said she was from the Bronx, but... What part of the Bronx? Mm. Mm, don't quote me. I thought she went to Our Lady of Mercy. That's what I thought I heard. Our Lady of Mercy? You mean Our Lady of Grace? Oh, Our Lady of Grace, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Your mic is low, Les. I'm not sure where she went to school at, but they said she was from the Bronx. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. I definitely heard that. I know you people from the Bronx want to claim everything that's wonderful. It's okay. 
just, y'all just want to claim everything that's wonderful. I'm gonna let you have it. It's okay. Boogie down Bronx. Thank you got you. a lot of stars coming out the Bronx. See, see, see. Out the Bronx. I'm gonna just let you have it. It's okay. A lot of stars coming out the Bronx. Better believe it. Hey, I want to say hello to uh Monet. Hey Monet, how you doing? Hi everyone. All right, that's Monet. That's hey. a future Grammy winner right there. Oh yes. Let me Can I say something, Les? Can I say something, Miss Monet? Oh, yes. You came to the open mic, which we'll be doing on uh Saturday, uh December 4th at 508 uh East 117th Street. <laughs> Yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> and when I tell you, she turned it, I wanted to throw a shoe at her, but I'm a size 11 and I don't want to knock her all the way out. But when I oh. tell you somebody was singing, this chick, oh, this yeah. is the girl was singing. And all I could do, because we had to squeeze you in, all I could do was like look at Les and be like, good call, baby. I, we supposed to write one in because when I tell you, she, she oh, she turned it out. Yes, I, I, I sound like somebody's <laughs> auntie. She turned it out. Yes, child. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and the thing about it was so funny when she came in. I said, oh, you know, you going to sing? Oh, no, no, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. That's how they do. That's how they do. <laughs> so that's, you know, I was like, yeah, all right. All right. But, the, but, but it got her. We got her at the end. We got her at the end. We got her at the end. And she flew with a wonderful, wonderful voice. Wonderful talent. Humility is, 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 is gracious and beautiful and talented all at the same time. So I'm so glad that you're here. And I can't wait to see you again and hear you again. That's somebody that really, really is going to, oh, in the future, yeah, she's going to, big things are happening for her. They're already happening for her. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you should have thrown the shoe because that, (laughs) because that is one of the highest forms of appreciation from my background that's where we that's what we do we you know we'll take it off and we'll just throw it you know what i mean okay so i'm just warning you i'm a size 11 and i (laughs) and when my shoe hits you you will fall down okay (laughs) i'm gonna throw it next time now (laughs) you know you know it's so funny because I, i um i took the video and the other night i showed that video to melissa morgan and she was very impressed with what you did oh, and I told wow. you that she was like awesome. wow and she was waiting for that mm-hmm. one moment in the song that one note <laughs> you hit that note and when you hit that note she said yeah she's good she was able to hit that note. So I thought that was pretty cool man I thought that was pretty cool that's awesome I'm I made sure it. she saw that you know so that was cool that was real real cool man and uh well I just dropped it now our special guest in about four minutes will be none other than the R&B diva herself, Miss Melissa Morgan, who will be in the yeah. building with us. And we are excited. We're going to talk with her. We're going we're gonna to pick her brain. We're going to find out what she's all about, what she's been doing, and how she stays relevant for so long. Now, that takes some work. It's not just talent. It takes work mm-hmm. as well. You know? Oh, yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. And you don't get to claim her. You don't get to claim her uh, people from the Bronx. Y'all a whole no, no, tribe no. in the nature. She, she happens to be from the Queens. Look, look, she happens to be from the Queens. Cause y'all, y'all be putting, y'all, no, cause y'all do extra. Y'all gotta be the Bronx. She happens to be from the Queens. And it makes sense because she is a queen. I'm just putting that out there. I ain't saying too much. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. 
She's coming on shortly. She's coming on shortly. And she has a new record out, too. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the past things she's done. And just find out what it is to be a woman in this business and grinding and holding it down. So this will be real important. This is, this is good information for all of you young ladies that are out there trying to get into this business, those who are in the business, and those who, who need this information so that they can survive as long as she has. That's going to be right. important. That's really what it's about. You can be talented, but if you don't have longevity, you know, and you're not able to do something that really, really shows that you've uh, owned up to your talent and, and zoned into what it is, is that you're, you're, you are, that lady is still beautiful. I am a straight woman. She is still sexy, all the way sexy. <laughs> no, like you look at some people and you'd be like, you still got it together, girl. That lady is still sexy. No, she is fine. She is fine. As long as I'm concerned, she is fine. And, and that's, with, that's with two N's and five E's. Fine. Let's wear a little set bells. Yeah, we got some great stories, man. We've, uh, and I got my brother Jimmy D's in the house. He's in the house tonight. And he, uh, he joined us tonight because we've got some great Melissa Morgan stories. Uh, and Ray's here, too. Can you believe it, Les? You just know everybody in the business. Melissa Morgan... Uh, like, like, okay, hello, family. We have Melissa Morgan coming on shortly. And as you know, she is an American icon. <laughs> like, and she's from the Queens. Uh-huh. Just mentioning oh, that. Man, we got everybody yeah. joining now. Sandra's here. Miss Strong is in the building. DJ Play Ed is in the building. Welcome. Oh, man. What's up, family? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Mm. All right, all right, all right. Now, listen, the, the rules is this tonight. Mm -hmm. This is about Melissa Morgan. So we're going to unmute everybody, but we don't want to talk over each other. When she comes on, we're going to we're going to interview her, make her feel comfortable. And then we're going to go into some questions and what have you. So if you want to if you have a question, just either raise your hand or just put it in the chat. And we'll make sure that that question is asked and answered by her. If you want to talk to her directly, we'll unmute you and then you can do your thing. But we got to keep everything in decency and order. That's cool. We can do that. That's, yes, Bishop, uh, Elder. <laughs> Sound like the Bishop, man. They call me King. Bishop <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to unmute everyone right now because she's about to come on. And um, please unmute yourself. And she's a friend of ours. She's family. She's good people, just like, you know, like the rest of us. And we're going to have a good time. I've got we, we are live on Facebook, everybody. We are live. We're live on Facebook. That's right. Anybody want to say hello today, family? Hey, hey, family, how y'all? <laughs> hey, what's what's up, cuz? How you feeling? My man, Tennis that's my cousin there, DJ. In the up up yeah, that's my cousin. Hi, cuz. How are you? Oh, y'all are cousins. Yes, we are. All right, so let me ask uh, you yeah, we cousins, hold man. Hold on, hold on, Tattletail. Let me ask you a question now. That's about the Brits. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Let me ask you a question now. What's going on with these Brits? <laughs> uh, 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 Vanessa, I don't eat grits, and Tattletail is telling me he's gonna take my card from me, my, Wait a my minute, black man. card, because I don't eat grits. What's going on with that? Is that this a is family thing, or oh, what's going on here, man? Shame for God. A black thing, Les. You don't oh, eat grits? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everybody's shaking their head at me, man. Hey, James, come on, you gotta help your brother, man. You gotta help me out, man. You are out oh. on your own. You are out on a limb. Nobody will help you with this grit gate that's going on. <laughs> Hey. James, unmute yourself. I got you. And, I just, and you're from the Bronx, Les. And you're from the Bronx. What happened? Yeah. Hey, James, help, help your brother. Help your big brother. Hello, Bronx. I'm going to help you at this stage. 
Fritz. Why? You don't need no help. You don't need you don't need uh, Farina. Thank you don't you. need none of that stuff. Nothing, <laughs> nothing <laughs> serious. I no, I'm serious. You, none of that stuff, man. None of that stuff. No oatmeal either. No oatmeal. Oh, I don't want what? no grits. I don't want no maple. I don't. I what? barely eat what? potatoes. I don't Wait want that either. <laughs> no mashed potatoes. What is it, last? Is it? You know what? You know what? I think I think when I was younger, somebody made some grits. Or, or oatmeal or something, and it was a big lump in there. It got caught in my throat. And I was choking. I said, never again. So anything that looked like that. Hey, make it make. Listen, my if I could interject and let you know what should happen, and I want you to try this one time, what you need to do is meet a gritsologist, someone that has fat <laughs> right here on the back of their arm. They have to have fat and it has to jiggle. They have to have oh, fat and it has to jiggle. <laughs> Trust them to stir that pot of grits and it will not have any lumps because they got that extra soft fat. I only trust fat people to cook my food. I only trust fat people. Wow. I don't know. Do that grandma, next time. Do that grandma, next time. But the grandmothers today, it don't look like that anymore. You know, grandmothers today, they <laughs> go out to the club. You know no, 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 I didn't say she had to be a grandma. What I said is that she had to have fat oh, right there okay. on the back of her elbow. These grandmas out there, they <laughs> want to go to the club. They want to drop it like it's hot. I don't drop nothing like it's hot. I am lukewarm, tempered at best. We are not doing that. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Man. That is crazy. You know, maybe one day I'll try it, but no time soon. I'll be honest with you. I, can't, I just can't do it. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And then Tattletail going to tell me that, uh, uh, that, that what type of breakfast do I eat? I said, like, I eat regular breakfast. He talking about, oh, I don't know about that. Man. But croissants? Nah. Huh? He, be, he, be tearing up a, he be tearing up a box of Captain Crunch. Oh, I do. Now, that I do. That I do. And, and you should not. I know you do. See, and, and, he, and see, he, he, the people from the Bronx, y'all need to take him and pull him to the side because he, he bragging about eating this Captain Crunch like it's the flyest thing ever. It's the flyest thing ever. You Captain do not get Crunch. cool points for eating Captain Crunch. Now, he, got, I, he got all them Captain Crunch toys. He got, he got Sea Dog. And yeah, yeah. I, listen, I still do it like the kids. Do you know how you take the box and you, you put it in front of you while you're eating the bowl and you're looking at the box yes. and hoping to see what's in there? I still do that. Ah. So wait a minute, you're from the era of Cracker Jacks. Do they still make those? That's right, they do. Okay. Yeah, they still make them. Okay. Yeah, I used to like Cracker Jacks and I used to like the animal cracker um box with the animals on it and it was my pocket book. Oh. That was one of my fat first first of all. <laughs> that was your pocketbook. Ladies, animal that was cookies. my first pocketbook, the animal cookie thing. That was my I was a fashion nova back then. That was my first pocketbook. You couldn't tell me nothing. I come from squirrel nuts and 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 Boston baked beans. We come from there. That's where we come from. Okay. Wait a minute. And the cigarettes, the hearts, and the cigarette, well, they don't do that now too much because they want to not promote smoking cigarettes. But if I didn't uh, tear up a pair of uh, cigarettes with the that gum that you can only chew one time before. Powder. Exactly. You already know what I'm talking about, girlfriend. Right. That and my animal cracker uh, uh, pocketbook. I was a fly four-year-old. What you talking about? <laughs> Crazy. But, oh, my friend Karen, Karen Davis is in the building. I see you, Karen. Okay. Thank you for coming. 
Thank you all for coming on to Fresh Nation Radio. We're so happy that you're here. And we want to let you know to tell a friend, tell a friend about what's going on here. We are your radio station for the people. We're talking about topics that are now, topics that affect us and topics that look like us. So we want to just encourage each and every one of you to continue to be a part of our nation, to continue to be a part of our family as we grow uh, in, in this business of radio, um, we want you to know that we appreciate you. That's right. Listen for this, y'all. Just stand by. Check this out. Hey, family. What's going on? This is Les Boogie. Look, we're in the holiday season. And do I have something for you? I have some announcements for you. First of all, let me just tell you that I need everyone to have a great time with your families, with your friends. You know, enjoy yourself. Be safe. We all need to be safe out here, y'all. And we need to have a good time enjoy the holiday season that's upon us. The other thing I wanted to let you know, I wanted to announce that there's a few things going on with Fresh Entertainment. Number one, we have a new radio station. It's called Fresh Nation Radio, W-J-O-N. And listen, we're going to be playing the classics, of course, without a doubt. We're going to be playing new music from independent artists. We're going to be playing current hits that are out now. We're going to throw some gospel on Sundays, some R&B, slow jams in between. We're going to throw the Blue Magics, the Delphonics, the Persuaders. We're going to have all of that, that classic, that classic, classic music on for you. But we're going to come with that progressive new music, classic hip hop, today's hip hop. But we're going to keep it clean and friendly, y'all. And it's mainly commercial free. It's Fresh Nation Radio. So get ready for that. I'm very, very excited about that. I want to thank you all for your support on our big event that we had up in Co-op City in the Bronx. The Bronx, New York event. The biggest event in Bronx, New York history in a very long time. I want to also let you know that I have a talk show. It's called the Let's Boogie One-on-One Show. And we talk about everything under the sun. Community events. Events that you might be doing that you want us to announce. We talk about politics, sports. We talk independent artists. We talk about their music and give them exposure. And we talk about current hits and current artists. We talk about everything under the sun that matters to us. I just want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. We'll see you later. Hey, y'all. Stop the presses, y'all. Stop the presses. Star has arrived. She the has arrived. Star yo. is in the building. Let us roll out the red carpet. The star has arrived. Let us lip up the, the velvet star rope. Has arrived. Unmute yourself, Melissa. The star has arrived. It's been man. I've been trying to get her on here for a long, long time. The star has arrived. They waiting on you. <clears throat> Got to hit that unmute button. Take your time. Take your While time. she's walking there into she the room, there yes, as, as only a diva can do. And when I say diva, I mean <laughs> it with the <laughs> utmost respect because she's doing it victoriously always, rocking the game for a minute, a little longer than a minute, letting them know that it is ready and it is hot. Not only is she an awesome singer 
an awesome stylist who happens to come from the Queens. And it makes sense that she would come from the Queens because she is a queen. Yes. Uh-huh. Now you probably know her from Fool's Paradise, just in case you're confused. Do me, baby, in case you need a little bit of something. Uh, and do you still love me, which is a question. And now she's on to her newest release, Footprints of an Angel, because she is that, an angel. Uh-huh. I present to some of you, Miss <laughs> Diva herself, <laughs> Melissa Morgan. Miss Morgan, what's up? Give her a hand clap, y'all. Come on. Hey. I wish I was home in some way uh, uh, stable, but I'm in the car. That's right. So we're using the car like I have some light. <laughs> okay, okay. But you see how fly you are? You can use a car. Girl, I done put lamps and shades all around me. You done put a car light on you, and you are simply illuminating. I, I Let me take my hate pill family, because this lady is fly in person, and she's fly by a car light. Oh, oh. oh. I got my spell on in a car light. <laughs> That's crazy. What's going on, Melissa? What's going on with you? How you doing? Good. How is everybody doing? Y'all look good. Wow. Thank you. So do you. You look oh, good. We good now. If you good, we good. <laughs> got, uh, let, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. We got Ray Caviano here. Remember Ray's with us. Uh, Ray, are you there, Ray? Say hello. I am here. Hello. Hello. How are you? How's everything? Everything is good. Everything is good, man. Yeah. That's good. I see you've been keeping busy, obviously, right? Yes, very, very busy. Um, we just did, oh, unless you was at the show, we just did uh, the Black Spectrum Theater on uh, right. Saturday. Uh, yeah, fr was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. 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 Yeah, yes, Friday, yes. Friday, years and, and Jeff Red, and that was wonderful uh, to be in the house with a legend like Roy Ayers. That was really nice to see. You know, you, we have to respect our legends. So it was mm -hmm. good. And Jeff tore the house up. So, and we Fun. And uh, you guys left. I didn't get pictures with you, but uh, we thought we were going to leave. And, and and they told us we couldn't leave the building because we had a line, you know, of people that was waiting to buy my CDs. I was like, oh, wow. OK, so Fantastic. we stayed there until like like 1230 at, at night. We didn't leave after the show. Wow. Yeah. That, that's great. That is great. But let me just yeah. say about that performance. Once again, I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell all you this and, I, and I'll tell her to her face. Every time you perform, you bring your A game. And I tell anybody, and this is not blowing smoke, you are one of the most professional people that I have worked with in this business. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of nonsense that goes on. When she shows up, she shows up, she does the job, she does it exceptionally well, and there's never no nonsense. As long as uh -oh. she's getting her paper and doing what she, she, she makes it happen, and she always shows out. And a voice, uh -oh. I was listening to people Friday. Check this out, Melissa. I was listening to people Friday, and they was like, <laughs> damn. Damn. Like, damn. She sounds good. I said, well, what do you think? Did you think she didn't? They was like, damn, what I'm saying. Because there's so many people that, well, I'm not trying to knock nobody, but some people don't sound, they would say, she sounds like the record. She sounds oh. like I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah she does. Thank you. Yeah, does. yeah so you that's, better. That's you got you got to take care of that instrument because it you know it's God given and mm -hmm. uh, I don't play around with that. Uh, I sleep, no drugs, no drinking, none of that stuff. I don't, and I just uh, uh, do what I need to do to take care of myself. Who is that in the kitchen? For God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I got who else? 
that's the cousin. Wait, that's the cousin that know how to make the potato salad. That's the cousin that she make a potato right, right. salad for everybody. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> And the grits. Don't forget the grits. Right. And, and, Melissa, I have a question. This is going to answer a lot of grit gates. We have a grit gate situation. Do you or do you not eat grits? Grits? Yes. How often? No, do you eat it? Uh, we had some grits. Yes, we had some grits from, uh, I have a house in uh, South Carolina, and uh, I like the Waffle House grits. Yeah. So I took oh. Waffle House. I want you to know with, that you. Uh, cheese Ooh. with Miss uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Morris, you are, you are officially part of the tribe. You are a part yeah. of the Fresh Nation mm -hmm. tribe. Now, I want you to know that our fearless leader, I'm not throwing any shade. I'm just throwing a lot of it. Our fearless leader does not eat shade. He does not. This is tea. This is a tea. Sip your tea. He does not eat grits. No grits. He does not eat, yes. Yes, that's why I had to ask. I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't oh do it. I've been traumatized. I've been mm -hmm. traumatized. Wow. I told her she just wrote a new song about you. That's just, it's called. Do you? It's called No Grits. Eat grits, baby. <laughs> no grits on Sunday. No grits on Sunday. I ain't doing it. No grits. <laughs> Miss Morgan, say your full name because I know that there's emphasis on pronunciation and I like pronunciation. My name is Consuela Patricia Pope and uh, I just want to hear you say your name. <laughs> I'm a secret stalker. Don't tell anybody. Okay, it's Melissa. Melissa. Right. Melissa Morgan. Yeah. They call me Melissa, Molisa, but it's Melissa. It really, it really flows off the lips if you say it right. <laughs> right, 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 right. So listen, let me ask you this, because I know that you're in the car, so let's get right to it. Let's get uh -huh. right to it. You have, there's a couple of questions, and I, and I need to get to this. I wonder, I want to have you sit down, but being that you're not, we're going to get right to this, right? Okay. You are now an independent record label. Yes. Tell us about that, please. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, going through the stuff in this industry, um, uh, being on major labels, and, and leaving the major labels and and, and doing everything now uh, because of the internet and, and streaming and all that stuff, you can actually put out your own um, uh, product. But you, you, you have to be really uh, uh, persistent about it. I've, I've put out my product. I did my own video. We did everything on streaming. We made sure we had all of our stuff on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, all of that, and I even uh, got copies of my single uh, in CD form. So you have to be really uh, um, diligent with how how you come out as an independent label. I've had my company for a very long time, and uh, we just decided to do it ourselves. And we feel good about it because Footprints of an Angel was one of the most successful singles uh, independently of uh, 2022. We went number one. Urban, and we went number one in the uh, on the UK chart. So we feel really good about that. And we was on the um, official for your consideration Grammy ballot. We didn't get the nomination. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we going to the Grammys anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on that. Well, let me ask you this: How do you 
how do you find the um the pros and cons of of having your own label being being the one in charge and also being the artist can you tell us how that how you balance that um it's 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 different uh you you you've got to learn these lessons and how this how this industry rolls right now this industry is not like it was before because now as the ceo you are now the label and you're paying for everything so you you have to know what you're paying for why you're paying for it everybody thinks it's just uh oh i'm gonna put a record on and i'm gonna be famous oh no 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 you have to pay for everything promotion you have to pay for your radio people you have to pay for radio airplay unfortunately you have to pay for all of that stuff and um i was just saying to someone someone asked me if if i could change something in industry what would it be what would it be it would be i'm sorry it would be uh, to have a better uh, playing field for the independent versus the majors. Because the majors, you know, they have money galore and the independent artists don't, but they have great material, some of them. And, and, and they can't get it out there to compete with, you know, on, on the commercial scale, like, a, you know, like a Capital or Sony can. And something needs to be done about that in the industry to make it a little bit more fair. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so now, yeah. So Unless you you know that because we've had uh, uh, our song out. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. It, it's, it was wonderful. Song. I mean, you 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 know how hard it was to try to even get any uh, any kind of uh, attraction and and promotion and recognition for that. It yeah. it was really really hard. Really hard. For yeah. me, me and you, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm considered a major artist. Right. Yeah, well, really hard. You know, I've learned a lot since that time. That was 2016, and yes. we've learned a whole lot since then. James is here, yeah. Ray's here online with us now, and they can tell you we've learned a lot, a lot. This this industry, as you know, has changed, and is it's about. Unfortunately, it's not so much about the talent; it's about the money because they can make someone a star, and that person might not even have the talent. And that's the well, that's right. You know, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It, it it really is. If we could if we could change that in the industry and make the playing field a little bit more even, so that some of the independent good stuff can get through, it would be wonderful. Right. It would. Right. And one of the yeah. things we're doing is that mm -hmm. we started this radio station that's going to be launching in uh in December, for the purpose of allowing independent artists to have at least a platform to get some of their music played because that, yeah. you know, that's important. That's very, very important. So so I've important. To, yeah. I've been trying to yeah. organize other internet stations to follow suit and do the same thing so that at least if you can't get on the terrestrial radios, the regular radio station, you can at least get your stuff heard from somebody in somewhere. Yeah. That's important. And, 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 and people don't know that, you know, they think, oh, I just put a record out and, and, and billboard, if I get enough, so the billboard, billboard, uh, 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 chart it, it doesn't work like that. There's a whole system that you have to go through before you even get on, on billboard that I didn't even know about it. When they talk, tell me about media base, I said, what is the media base? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like, you, you've got to be in the top media base charts, the airplay. You've got to be in the top 10, top five in media base before you even make it to the billboard charts. So, Ms. So, Morgan, it's not even enough for you to be a, a, a singer. You really have to be business sophisticated. 
on so many levels. You have to educate yourself in order to have longevity, in order to be the CEO of your own uh, 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 company and, and still have to perform on a regular, your calendar is full. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I tell you, these, these, these artists, uh, some of these uh, new artists coming up, they don't even want to get their high school diplomas like, child. <laughs> <laughs> you better read a book. She said, you don't know what's going on out here. You know, oh, you know man. the P. Diddy's, they see, you know, all the rappers and stuff, and they just think, oh, I'm going to be famous if I put something out, child. You know, and we've had some stories about people, you know, unfortunately, and, and we're talking about the darker side of this, committing suicide because they, they they get one record out and then they can't do it again. And then that money stops and they don't understand it and they have nowhere to go, you know, and they get depressed and all kind of stuff. So I say, you know, get your education, get your education so you can do other things, you know, while you're waiting for all of this stuff to happen to you and be smart with your money and spend your money wisely. Say that again. Spend your money wisely. Oh, and be- your money, spend your uh, money wisely. You might make, make $100,000 this year and next year you might not make a dime. Mm-hmm. And and you've had the fortunate, well, it's not fortunate once you worked on it, that you made sure that you maintain that uh, a, a career of like the songs that you have are playable still to today. Yeah. Okay. We good now? Okay. Okay. No, I was just saying that she has like these hits that may have been from 20 years ago, you know, because we're only 25 plus tax. Um, Like, (laughs) how do you not hear Fool's Paradise and not want to like sing like you're a rock star plus that? How do you not hear Do Me Baby and not think that like you're going to get done? Like, <laughs> like for, for real, for real. For real. I'm just, I'm going to nominate myself the president of your fan club. Okay. Let me tell you something really, really wonderful. Do you know uh, uh, Do Me Baby came out, what, in 1985, 1986, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album. And uh, when it went over to Sound Scan, where you know, the record companies wasn't fluffing the numbers to get gold and, and, and platinum records. Uh, um, Doomy Baby got caught in that. We were like at 400 and something thousand, I believe. And we have been trying since then to get uh, Doomy Baby certified gold, just gold. I've been trying all these years, just somebody, capital, somebody, nobody has done it. Well, there's a, a company called Music Data now that finally put out that uh, Doomy Baby has officially sold over a million wow. units U.S. with streaming and everything like that. Nice. So wow. now, 25, wow. almost 30 years later, I am officially a platinum selling recording artist. Wow. Congratulations. 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 <laughs> so listen, so, let me ask you this before you go too now. 
your song has been sampled either tw- uh, by Jay Z, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, and and, and what um, it was, I uh, can't knock the hustle with Mary J and uh, Jay Z, and she used the the chorus of uh, of Fool's Paradise, and then Jay Z. Uh, call me in to do the remix and and me and him did a video so i appreciate like you know coming back to the original even though he used it with mary and their their version is wonderful too but that song has been sampled by ll cool j oh my goodness it's been sampled by uh um trina Trina. yep it was uh part of the love and hip-hop miami um theme song Mm -hmm. Recently, uh, it was a Charm City King, a Charm City King with Meek Mills. It was in that. But recently, uh, Nas uh, has the uh, documentary, The Supreme Team, yeah. about, uh-huh. drug deal- about the drug dealers in, in, in Jamaica. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, knowing that I'm from Queens and he's from Queens, <laughs> uh, they played Fool's Paradise in the documentary. So, yeah. Yeah, wow, the checks come. Nicely for that. Thank you. That's, that's excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent. So you also ran into uh, you also ran into uh, Saturday night, my man Christopher Williams, our man, our guy. You ran into Christopher. Can you believe that? That's yes, crazy. that's crazy. Oh my God! It was a first of all. I had been you know telling him hanging there because before he got sick, uh, we were supposed to do the UK together. We had two shows at the London Jazz Cafe in uh, London and uh, he got sick and I, w- I went on and did the shows and it was great because they, you know, they're just wonderful over there anyway. And he told me he was in, in a coma for like 70 days. That's absolutely wow. crazy. So it was wonderful to see him and hey, cause that's like my musical brother. That's what I call my, him, Freddie, uh, Keith, Keith Washington, I'll be sure. They're all like my musical brothers. So uh, it was good to see him and hang out with him in New Jersey. And we was there to do uh, uh, the show with Donnie McCurkin. But Donnie took so long, we just went on stage and just jammed with Donnie. That's all. <laughs> so, so you did a show with, 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 with the gospel of Donnie McCurkin. How, what was that like? What was that about? Well, we were supposed to do our thing, and then he was supposed to do his thing, but Donnie just stayed on the stage for like two hours. So we, he just called us on the stage and said, the legends are in the house. We jumped behind the mic and just sang with him, you know, because you respect his legendary status, too. And it was so wonderful because he, he just hugged me and said, I have been wanting to meet you for such a long time. You just never know from, from one category in this industry to the other who's watching you. That's you right. just That's never right. know. So that was just such a blessing for him to say that to me. And we took pictures and, and, and it was just wonderful. So I, I'm thankful for the blessing of even meeting him and being on the same page with him. Yes. Wow. You know what, I want to ask you this too, you know, because you go back, but you're still here. What would you attribute to the fact that you keep yourself in the public eye? You're styling, your vocals are crazy, your clothes are crazy. You got the crazy shoe game. You know, I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, stay relevant where other people have just gone away. Um, well, well, some of it I contribute to my little young man, Sebastian, he, you know, because he'd be telling me, okay, get, get, get out your 1980s bag. <laughs> 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 That's my fiance, Sebastian. 
fashion. Yeah, he'll tell me in a minute, get out your 1980s bag, girl. Nah, 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 you got to stay relevant. So uh, we we just came from, that's why we're late. We just came from shopping in, in uh, uh, Riverhead. Uh, we go to the outlets and we just try to find new uh, uh, creative things that are fun, that look good, that, that someone else would say, you know, oh, wow, I would wear that. Or, oh, oh, that would look good on me. Because, you, you, you know, those days when we could wear the big hair and just be like so different from everyone else, those days are kind of over. Yeah. Another question, too, is that I want to ask you this. When you were coming up and you were with um, people that you were with, you were, you were, you had a relationship who were your who were your people that you were looking at? Your idols, the people that you trained under, the people that because I know I know the Shaka Khan is involved in some other things. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, Shaka, yeah, because I was able to uh, actually I started singing at the cellar with people like Johnny Kemp and and Timmy Allen, bass player who wrote for Joe and all that stuff, and uh, um, I was able to uh, tour with Shaka. Khan, Vesta Williams came to Vesta see me Williams. at the cellar and, mm. and told Shaka, you know, she left and went and toured with the Commodores and said, uh, oh, if you want a singer to take my place, call that call that girl, Melissa Morgan. She sounds just like you. <laughs> so, and, and they called me. Yeah. So I was able to work with Shaka. I was able to, with Kashif, torn with Kashif, we opened up for Patti LaBelle. I wow. met Patti when uh, she was coming up after she left LaBelle and she was doing her solo thing and she would let me sit in on her meetings talking to the band and it, it was so weird she would say Melissa come and sit in on this meeting and I was like why she said because you're going to have to do this one day with your band because you're going you're, you're gonna to be a, a solo artist too wow. and I learn from me and so I would sit in on her meetings when when she first uh, uh got big money and platinum I was sitting in on the meetings with her because she would tell me to sit in with her while she talked to her band so I love Auntie Patty uh Patty helped me so many Melba you know Melba Moore with yes. her husband Hush uh, uh they helped me uh we had a lot of help back then uh, this this is a different generation now. People don't help as much. Right. Right. You know yeah. what? Let yeah. me tell this little story yeah. too, because you talked about Patty having you sit down with the band and all that. Now, do you remember this? We were in Queens and we were with Kevin, the Cam Band, and them, and they were rehearsing for a show that was coming up. And a guy was trying to play the licks on the saxophone, and you were like, "Yo, my man, you're not getting it. You're not right." Getting it. And it was so funny, y'all, because what happened, she said, look, I'm just going to do my tracks. Y'all can't cut it. I'm just going to do these tracks, and you never you never let them back you up. So I know what you're talking about. You learned something from her, because you yeah. knew every lick, you knew every sound, you knew everything to your music, and you told them, nah, I can't, I can't use y'all. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that they most of the songs that I sing, Fool's Paradise, Do You Still Love Me, and all that, I'm a co-writer and co-producer on that stuff, so uh, when Najee was in the studio playing on, on the record and stuff like that, we we was in there, you know what I'm saying? Saying, yeah, this will work. No, that won't work. This won't work yet. So, you know, I know everything like the back of my hand. Yeah. So it, it, it's important to have your sound sound good because <laughs> here's the thing. If the band doesn't sound good, uh, 
they're not going to blame the band. They're going to blame Melissa. They're Facts. not going to say, oh, the, the saxophone player was bad. They're going to say, Melissa's band sound bad. Melissa's saxophone player sounded bad. You see what I'm saying? So we have to make sure that we represent ourselves right, whether with the band. And if they don't cut it, then you do your tracks and you keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now tell me a little bit about this movie that you're in, Footprints of an Angel. How did that come about? Oh, gosh. A, a young man named uh, Trayvon Petaway called me. And uh, uh, the mother of, of uh, a young lady who got lost out in the streets and had, her, had a child. And when she came back home, uh, the mother was glad that she came home. But then right after that, they found she had cancer and she died. And I had to sing, you know, at my own daughter's funeral in the movie. Yeah. And the name of the movie is called Footprints of an Angel. And after I did my scene, we realized that they didn't have a theme song. So I came home and, and wrote it with Sebastian. And we used the sample from uh, Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing, the actual uh, uh, band, the actual uh, track. And uh, we went in and recorded. It was great. And uh, we had to get approval from Valerie because Sony wanted too much money. So mm -hmm. we got Valerie Simpson, who's a dear friend of mine, to give us the okay and clear it so we wouldn't have to pay for the sample right away. Nice. Uh, here we are. And it's Very doing nice. really, really good. <laughs> and we're so, so happy about this being the <laughs> song uh, on Asylum uh, uh, Productions label. Yes. Right. So how was acting for you? I mean, how was that? Because I saw you with the gray hair and they had you on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was fun because because I aged through the movie. Yeah, which right. which is great because um, after she passes away, then, you know, then I um, come back in the movie with uh, her children. Yeah, so mm -hmm. uh, like, like you know, 10 years later, whether they, they show me coming back you know, staying with the children and taking care of the grandkids, the great grandkids. So it it was really a wonderful experience. And I hope I do more acting because um, I really enjoyed it. it it's fun. tedious and uh, uh, they look for certain things. You have to stick to the script, but I really, really enjoyed it. Wow. Hey, Ray, are you with us? Because I know Ray had a couple of questions he wanted to ask you before we let you go. Yeah, I was, I was thinking we talked about Do Me Baby and Fool's Paradise. But uh, thinking of that, what was that group? High fashion was that? Uh, uh, that was early in the game, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With um, Fred Petras. Right, the uh, producer of Change. Right. Yes. Ah. He, he had come over uh, uh, from um, was it? Uh, uh, what was it? South America, wherever he came from. Well, he, he was. He's. He. He. He recorded the Change in Italy, uh, and uh, he's. He's from. Guadalupe. Guadalupe. There you go. Right. But he came over to the U.S. and started hiring all of the uh, musicians. He started hiring all the top studio musicians right. in New York. Timmy Allen, myself, Luther Vandross, uh, uh, Fonzie Thornton. And he started recording them and putting them in groups. Mm. And uh, that's how Change came about. Change wasn't really like a group. He put studio musicians together. And then after they recorded all the music and everything, then he said, okay, the name of the group is going to be called Change. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, so right, Kind of worked like that. And that's how it worked with High Fashion. They had had Allison and the other uh, uh, young gentleman and Timmy Allen 
was the one that said, oh, you should get Melissa Morgan. And and uh, Fred Petras called me and uh, he was just, uh, Fred had so much money, it was just ridiculous. He just came to New York and just took over the whole scene of music and everybody just wanted to work with him. So I went in and, and recorded some songs and, and, and we got high fashion and, and it really never was a, a solid group. It was just three people that, that did an album together, but you know, one, one or two of the songs really hit. And, and to this day, they want me to come over to Europe and uh, play uh, a, a show as high fashion. But uh, my stipulations is that, you know, high fashion really wasn't good. I'll come over and do the songs with them, but I still have to do Melissa Morgan. Right. No kidding. Yeah. And then there yeah. was also Body to yeah. Body, Patrick Adams, right? Remember? Was, was that oh, may he rest in peace. Yeah. 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 Patrick just passed like last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he passed yeah. during during, during the COVID. Um, uh, Patrick was a wonderful producer. And again, we were just uh, 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 background singers. We went in to do the backgrounds for Body to Body, and the lead singer never showed up. Oh, so, oh wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they, they were like, well, which one of y'all can sing lead? I'll, I'll pay you $75 extra. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was a big, that was a big, big, big club. You, that, yeah. that was huge, huge yeah. in the clubs, you know? Yeah, $75 extra. And Don, couldn't hit the high notes and, and, and Cookie, you know, she was low register. So I was like, I'll do it. And uh, I actually made $125 uh, uh, for that song. And two weeks later, it was out on the radio. No and, kidding. Uh, it was big yeah. on the WBLS. Frankie yeah. Crocker played it like hell, crazy. Yes, you know? it was out. Wow. out and, and there was no group. Again, and there was no group. No. There was no <laughs> So then they put me together with some girls that, that you know, they look pretty. They were all light skinned and gorgeous with the hair and everything, but they couldn't sing, you know, but they wanted to sing. <laughs> and it was going to work for me because you girls can't sing. I did a couple of rehearsals. Uh, like, like Les said, I did a couple of rehearsals. Like, y'all, I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But, uh, so, you, know, so, you, you know, everything led up to... Uh, to to do me baby and fool's paradise and that's when that's really what everything was solidified for you right yeah yeah so yeah. you know it's, it it was just wonderful experiences that 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 I did and I wind up you know even going back to body to body my friend Don Hamilton was a booking agent he wound up booking me as Melissa Morgan the featured singer of 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 uh, I know uh, that's right. <laughs> And, and I made all the money in New York. I played Bonds and all the, the garage. Remember right. the garage? Oh, my God. Yes. I made, I made about that? Do I know about the garage? I lived at the garage. Larry <laughs> Levin was an yeah, iconic uh, DJ at Paradise Garage. Frankie Crocker would go up there every Friday. And he, if Larry would play a record, that be, you know what? Larry was programming WBLS from that booth, including Body to Body. It was on, he played it as a test pressing on Friday. On Monday, it was on WBLS. Yeah, wait a minute, and let me tell you something. I met Sylvester at the garage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They, they see, they see all, all the dolls <laughs> would come there, and uh, it, well, well, whatever they was doing, they was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All up in there doing what they were doing and they love the garage we love the garage it was a place for them to be free mm -hmm. you right. know 
because you got to understand the LGBT community wasn't like that back then. So they needed a place to go and be free and be themselves. And the garage was one of those places. And it was a mixed, it was a mixed crowd that everybody yes. could just be themselves. That's right. Yeah. So, yes, it was wonderful. Yeah. Now, now, Melissa, tell me, tell me one of your, uh, because people want to know your, one of your Whitney Houston memories, because I know you know her as well. What do you remember? Oh my gosh. Um, I, I have such great memories of her coming up to Kashif's house. Uh, uh, remember when he, he owned the uh, Jackie Robinson estate and she would come up there and we would be in the studio hanging out with Kashif and stuff like that. But my best memory, and, and uh, I, through the years, uh, going to her baby shower, the weddings and all that with Bobby and all that, just just loved her so much you know she was just a wonderful person but I always say the 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 best memory was the first time I met her because she just she was a firecracker and she just walked in the studio and she was on the she was on the phone those old cell phones mom mom if, if, if you have one more church person call me, I'm changing my number and they won't reach me and you won't reach me either. And I was like, oh my God, who is she talking? She's I'm talking to my mother. And I said, would that happen to be Sister Houston? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, she talks to Sister Houston like that? She's a firecracker. Good Lord, you know? But uh, we, we were friends from the first time we met until, you know, until she passed away. I truly loved her. Yeah. What's next for Melissa Morgan? What's next for you? Where where we? Oh, going? gosh. Uh, uh, we're leaving in in a day to go to Miami to perform with Marsha Ambrosia. Ooh, really? nice. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, this is my first time performing with her. I met her before at BB um, King's. Remember BB King's? Yes. Yeah, I went to see her BB King's. A couple of years ago but now i'm going to do a show with her uh on saturday so we're excited about that and then uh let you know the the, the month of december is my birthday month and i disappeared to my place in aruba so <laughs> that, then we come back we've got wonderful shows uh in, in new jersey we got uh uh, uh, around Valentine's Day in New Jersey. We're working on new music. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and Christopher is going to do some stuff in the UK next year. Nice. So it, it's going to be a wonderful thing. Yeah. And uh, we're building a new house from scratch. Really? So okay. I saved my coins, honey. I, I know saved you do. my I know you do. Building a house from scratch. I we're clearing the land and everything. So we're excited about blessings. That. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a blessing. One of the things that I hear in your voice is you're still excited <laughs> about the business, but I also hear that from day one you've been uh, grinding. You you weren't afraid to do the uh, the small clubs, and it led to big theaters. And I think for young musicians, singers, performers coming up, they have to understand there has to be a launching pad, correct? It, it should, you know what, the launcher and, and makes you more prepared. I see a lot of uh, young artists falling by the wayside because they're just not ready. Because mm. they don't understand, you know, what it takes to be ready and the pressure. I just watched the Selena Gomez uh documentary and even someone like her who was you know with Disney and everything she she just fell apart and had mm -hmm. therapy the whole thing and 
and you know, uh, the high blood pressure, you know, at her age, it was like, what? You know, so because you don't understand the pressure of this industry and uh, most people turn to drugs and stuff like that, when it's just, you really, if, if you take your time and, and not want everything all at once, sometimes it happens and you can't help it. But if you take your time, like I said, stay in school, don't, don't, don't be, I want learn everything, I want learn everything and I on one moment. Unmute yourself again, Melissa. Mold, you have to unmute yourself. I unmute it. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So you just have to, you know, I, I say take it, take it as it comes, but mm -hmm. but learn as you go along. You know what I'm saying? Because these contracts are no joke. They're they're artists now that that been out 20, 30 years and still haven't got the money that they were supposed to get from records they released, you know, uh, uh in the 70s and 80s. And wow. you know, they're they're broke and, yeah. and and you you you've got to you've got to learn the industry and and cross those T's and dot those I's and make sure you get your money. It's it's hard to believe that artists really don't get artists money with major labels until sometimes twenty years later because they they recruit everything from you know the the cab ride they gave you the hotel they paid for all that all that has to be paid back before you see a dime. So it really has to be a labor of love. You really have to want to do this business in order for you to have longevity. I, I know there's a young lady here who actually heard, you probably see the video of her singing one of your songs. And her question is, what was the inspiration behind Do Me Baby? And did you have any hesitations in putting that record out? Um, well, it wasn't my idea. It was the president of Capitol Records, Don Grierson. Um, yeah, I had hesitations, but you know, I I went to my phone because you gotta understand when I did do me, baby, I was like what eighteen. Oh, 18. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 was crazy to be doing that. You know, then it's like what? Because understand when I went to it, which I I graduated high school when I was sixteen years old. Oh, really? So uh, I was on tour with Shaka like like at seventeen. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. so they, they yeah. Uh so when we by the time I got the deal and signed with Hush and them, you know, I'm like 18, 18 and a half years old, just going on 19 years old. So um yeah, so doing doing uh, uh do me baby, then it, it is like what? So I just went and talked to my father and he said, you know, if you can sing the song, you know, go ahead and sing the hell out of it. And that's what we did, and it was the number one song in the now it's a platinum. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> but listen, Melissa, I want to introduce you to I want to introduce you to the young lady. The other night I showed you the video. She's here now. Yes. She's oh. here now. Her name is Mo right there. Go ahead, Mo. Try to unmute yourself because I think you have a little feedback going on. Try to unmute yourself again. Hold on. I want to introduce you to her. And I told her that I played it for you. And you said, Oh, you was able to hit that note. Tell you something, Mo. Tell you something, Mo. Hi. Oh, she's one with oh, oh gosh. Yeah, her sound, your sound is there's something wrong with yeah, your sound. sound. Oh, just, well, listen, I, I, I want to tell her that I did see you singing that song, girl, and you did your thing. You did your thing. So 
uh, uh, keep it up. Keep it up. Because <laughs> I love seeing that. So uh, right. God bless you. And thank you for picking that song. Now when he sing Fool's <laughs> Pet. <laughs> Ooh, I agree. <laughs> no, but listen, what I'm going to do right now, I want everybody to sit back for one moment. But listen, before you go, I'm going to play your new song. It's called Footprints of an Angel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can't sleep, can't breathe, can't breathe. 
God. Yes. Do you know the video has over 400,000 views? Yes, I saw that. On I YouTube. Saw that. Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. yes. We are Very so nice. blessed. And they can get it anywhere. Uh, uh, it's available on all streaming platforms. So, yes. Yes. Good, 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 yeah. good, 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 good. So, is there going to be an album to follow this? It's going to be EP right now. Okay. Uh, we, we might might have some good news with uh, distribution soon, but uh, we're just so excited that it's doing well. And uh, yeah, people can hit me on my uh, social media. A lot of people hit me saying they, they really love the song. And, uh, you know, just hit me up. I always answer. I'm the one that answers. There are people that have other people answering on their social media. If you hit me up, I'm the one that's going to answer you. So, yeah, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I don't know what's happening with Twitter, but hit me up. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, before she goes, does anyone have a question for Miss Morgan? Yeah. Go ahead, Tattletail. Yeah, how you doing, Miss Morgan? I got to call you Miss Morgan because you know you were a diva. Oh. So, you know. Um, yeah. Um, in that movie, I Can Do Bad by Myself by Tyler Perry, did you co write that? Uh, song that uh, Mary J did when she was in the club. Yes. And at the. Uh, oh. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. And she does that in her in her show. Yes, she does. Yeah. 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 Because uh, uh, I I see I see I see a lot of you in that. I see a lot of you in that. Yes. Yes. I I yeah, went that's, to see. That's why I had that. Yeah. So so wonderful to see her. Uh, uh, singing the song and uh, she acknowledged me in the audience and everything. Mary Mary J's been a, a wonderful, wonderful supporter. She, oh, I just love you, Melissa. I just, I love her so much. Yeah, yeah, she's doing so good. I'm, I'm yeah. so proud, and happy for her. You know, because we all go through things. You, you just, you just don't know. And right. I'm just happy. I'm so happy for her because the last time I saw her, she was just going through her divorce and she, we both cried and it was like. Grammy nominated again. Oh, and there's hey, Bronza. What's up? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was really happy that 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 she did that song. Yeah. 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 And, and, so you uh, you think that Tyler Perry might throw you uh you one of his movies and give you a leading role? That'll be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. I'm, if I met him, I, I've got to meet him. For some reason, a couple of times I was supposed to meet, uh, I went to see his play because I know Cheryl Pepsi Riley, she was in it. And uh, unfortunately, um, right. he lived right out uh, after the play. So I've got to be there where I meet him and I can get mm. to talk to him. And uh, um, hopefully we'll, we'll do something before, you know, while we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be nice. That'd Nice. Yeah. yeah, the name of the song, yeah. the name of the song was called Good Woman Down. Good Woman Down. Okay. Yeah, Good Woman that's Down. That's it. I can, yeah, that's good it. Woman it. Down. Good Woman Down. In the Tyler Perry movie, I Can Do Bad All By Myself. It's called Good Woman Down. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's and that's how she's able to purchase homes and build them from scratch. Uh-huh. Right. Because right. yeah. right. you can't keep a good woman down from the that's, queens. That's uh -huh. right. <laughs> well, listen, we have another question from, from Mo. She wants to know, do you understand and are you aware of the impact that you've had on this R&B music and music in general? Are you aware of your impact? No, 
No, you know, I, I wish, um, I hope I had an impact because my thing, someone asked me, what do I want to be remembered by? And I said, I want to be remembered for singing and telling the truth. Mm -hmm. If, if, if uh, it's not truthful and if I can't relate to it, I don't sing it and I don't talk about it. So um, it'd be wonderful. But, you know, when you see, you know, my, my impact, as they say, as opposed to a Beyonce's impact, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's such a difference, you know, or Patty or something like that. So I feel like I'm still growing for some reason. Uh, I, I haven't reached that level yet. And um, um, when I do, you know, the, the, then I think I'll know. But I'm glad to touch anyone that I can right now. I, I'm appreciative. Yeah, I, I'm grateful. I have a question for you because looking over your career, and of course you lived it, right? When yeah. I look at you and I look at the the people that uh, you came up with and those, the Patties, the Whitney's, the Shockers, you know, and uh, Karen White and all these other different people, right? And you look at yeah. them, you marry your career to them. Does it ever come across your mind that maybe you didn't get the break that you should have gotten? Because you are just as good, if not better, as they are. And some of these people that may have been more known, had more hits, whatever, or had more recognition. Does that ever cross your mind? And what do you think about that? Um, here's my thing. I, I, I'm not bitter about anything because, you know, I stand on my own. And I know that, that when I see people in this industry, like, like Johnny Gill and, 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 and uh, Bobby Brown and people like that, when they see me, they run Melissa and hug me and everything like that. I, I, I know that I have the recognition, but I just, I just think, you know, uh, they, like I said, 30 years later, I'm just getting uh, uh, um, my record, a million sales certified. You know, their, their stuff was a little quicker. So that, that put them on a different status, unfortunately, than me, because, you know, this is about status. If you, if you sell a million or two million, you're going to get more than the person that doesn't. So I, I feel that, you know, I've had to work harder. Yeah, definitely to 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 keep what I have and maintain and grow. But um, patience, I, I, I think it's coming around. I think it's coming around. Yeah. Do you think at, at the time when you were at Capitol that uh, they had same time period MC Hammer came out and he overwhelmed the entire roster at that point? Oh, sure, sure. Because um, I was with Hush and um, I was with Hush and, and I left Hush and signed directly with Capitol. And I tell you, it, it seems like when I signed that's when MC Hammer just blew up. And basically all of the RV artists that was on that roster, you know, really got, got sideswiped because he's making so much money and his popularity is so, so zooming compared to ours that they wasn't paying any attention to anyone but how to make as much money off of him as they could. So yeah. Those kind of things do happen in the industry that uh, you could be on a label and have something good, but if somebody else comes out and it just becomes that thing, then you know you become like the second fiddle or the third fiddle, or they drop you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I think, I think the, 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 the your music got played. There was no question about that. 
in terms of the exposure that you literally got on R&B radio, which was in reality massive for uh, Do Me Baby and, and what have you. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, I don't think they, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't really parlay the exposure you were getting into artist development and marketing. And then you also have to understand then uh, uh, when MC Hammer came out, that started the whole genre of hip hop. Right. Hip hop, and and uh, let's just be honest, all of R and B took a hit for about 10, 10 15 years. Yeah. All took a hit. So yeah. it wasn't just me; it was everybody. Yeah. 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 And that, that, it was Larkin Arnold at Capitol when you were there. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know George. Yeah. I saw every time I see George Clinton, he goes, Oh, my label mate. So I know George Clinton was on there. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Larkin was the one that, uh, after the success of Change, signed him to, uh, to Epic Records. So, oh, oh, yeah. I know who he's talking about. Yeah. I, I, he wasn't, he wasn't a part of my career. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. So, who, who is one of your, um, when you were coming up younger, your, one of your biggest influences that you looked at and tried to either be like, emulate, learn from, and then what was the biggest wow for you in your career? Because I know you've had many. If you can pinpoint one or two, what was that? And then we're going to let you Wow. Know. Well, you know, uh, definitely, you know, in my, my genre, it was uh, Rufus and Shaka Khan. Uh, okay. Shaka being a big influence. And then me, you know, full circle being able to go on tour with her for the Ain't Nobody tour and meet her and, and uh, learn from her and get all that experience was wonderful. And um, uh, I, I, I wanna say the, the, the biggest thing in, 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 in my career for me was when Do Me Baby like hit the charts and, and the first week then they said it was number one, we was like, oh my God, but you know, then to go number one for like four weeks, that was, uh, that was pretty amazing, pretty amazing. So um, I'm, I'm definitely not going to uh, uh, look that gift horse in the mouth and not say that was one of uh, uh, the amazing things for me. And now this, uh, going platinum, you know, uh, 30 almost 30 years later, you know, that's true. I'm just glad I'm here because uh, there's so many that's not here that we lost during the pandemic. So I'm glad I'm here to hopefully get my accolades and uh uh, get that award and smile and, and, and keep going. So, yeah, those are wonderful things. Hey, James, you got a question before before she goes? Yeah, I thought our biggest wow was meeting us. Hi, James. <laughs> hey, Melissa. I'm, what's up? Yeah. You all right? I was yeah. there at the show the other day. But, I, you know, I'm a hardworking man. I had to go to work. Oh. I, then, then they tried to keep me from going upstairs. So I just said, uh, I just laid back. Somebody okay. Be, somebody tried to keep you from going upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. How bodyguards? You see them <laughs> six giant dudes? Nah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he had a white t-shirt on and a, and a new haircut. What's his name? Uh, Sebastian. What's his name? Who? <laughs> Who's that? What's his name? Oh yeah, that that dude. What up, Sebastian? How you doing, brother? Uh, he said, "What's going on?" There he is. There you go, my yeah, mellow. Yeah. What's up, brother? Yeah. So you got to get you on TV some kind of way. There you go. There you go. Go ahead, Jay. It's been it's always been a pleasure, man. I got plenty of pictures in our office with you. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just so much, man. We experienced a lot with you ourselves. 
Yes. Being a part of Fresh Entertainment, up to where we are today, Fresh Media Group. Oh, no man, you see, I don't know if you can see a uh, big Chris over there. He's a uh, father wise. He got a picture of you and him holding it up. You know, your, where's that picture? Oh, that was that uh, probably. What's that joint on? Uh, What's the name of that place that we went down there on? Uh, Here we go. Let's highlight this. Look, look at this picture. It was Love Jones. That's where that was at. Love Jones. Love yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that you know all that kind of stuff, man. Just you know, very, very glad to know you. I mean, oh, here's one for you. You can you say White Castles? Yeah. Oh, White Castle. I love White Castle. Yeah, they, they, oh, yeah we know. <laughs> They close the White Castle in Queens. Uh, we only have one on Queens Boulevard. We used to have one right up the street. So yeah, we took uh, it that's the one we went to. Yeah. It's so crazy, Melissa. That's so crazy, though. You know, when we, I think we met you in 2009. It is now 2022. Wow. Yeah. I came to the office. Remember, came I came to the, to the office, office and telling me right. about this. And you was on your business. She was on her business. She came through and was on her business. You know, we did That's a lot right. of events together, a lot of events together. And it's yes, we have. Yeah. And I, say, and I say this and I'll say it again. You have always been professional. You have Thank always you. shown up. You don't run out the back door. You don't get sick. You don't talk about, oh, I can't make it. She shows up. And anybody here yeah. has a voice, you hire Miss Melissa Morgan to hiring one of the best not only in her song and her entertainment, but in her career, her professionalism and how she brings it to the game. I'm telling oh, you now, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and thank you. for me, you don't get enough props as far as I'm concerned. Straight oh, up. thank you. you. I would have to heartedly, wholeheartedly agree. Your vocal mm -hmm. range and your control in terms of how you sing and deliver and your passion I, you know, I've been in the music business for about 50 years and I've dealt with quite a few artists and I'd have to rank you up there as a top notch vocalist, bar none, bar Thank none. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and friendship is important. People don't realize friendship is so important in this industry. So, you know, thank you. And I, I appreciate, you know, the friendship and the camaraderie that we've had in this industry over the years. Truly do. Again, I'm looking forward to more things. Yeah. I hear that place in Corp City is, is beautiful. Uh, uh, Christopher said it's like the city winery now. They said it's yeah. really wonderful. So really nice. I'm looking forward to working there and uh, with you guys and, uh, yeah, and, and, and bringing the funk, bringing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll let you go. Anybody else have any any last questions? Because we told a half an hour and it's been almost an hour. Any last oh, questions? No, I just want to say thank you for being who you are. I met you years ago at the Sugar Bar and we took a picture wow. with Nick Ashford and it was my uh, uh, friend at the time, uh, Christopher Johnson. And there was also Freddie Jackson. I have to, I was trying to find that picture. So that's why you saw me looking down um, years ago. And to be honest, you were so friendly. It was almost like shocking. Like it was like, oh, sure, take a picture. And you you hugged me like we I was like, I was trying to be stiff, like, okay, don't touch her, don't look that crazy. And you were just so <laughs> you were so gracious. And from this moment actually coming full circle, 
and talking, having a conversation with you, I'm like, she really is nice. And that's one of the things that I will say to anybody. She's really nice. I am now the new president of her fan club. And uh, (laughs) 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 and I'm so happy for your new footprints of an angel. And I'm glad that you are continuously making people understand what real good music should sound like. And you are that. You feel and sound like good music. Thank you so much, guys. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And if you find that picture, send it to me. Okay. Okay, Okay, I will. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say, hey, how are you? I'm good. So I was just sitting over here and I loved the song. You played it. And you know, I've always loved hanging out with you when we was all back yeah. then getting started. And like Les says, um, I've never met anybody more professional than you when it comes to this music thing. And the one thing I remember we did this some the show over in Hempstead, right off of Main Street. <laughs> That's right, introduced right, right. Priceless that night. They sang right. background for you. Tasha yeah, they had, and Priceless. Had, um, that's when you met them. <laughs> you had this was so funny to me. You said uh the girls was talking about something about singing, and you'll pardon my French, but Melissa turned around, and looked at her, she goes, You bitches better sing. What is wrong with y'all? Your eye was hollering. I was like, yo, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yo, she said. <laughs> And she and then she walked off and she's mumbling to herself. They talking about they up here singing. Yo, you you, you want to be a singer? Sing, bitch, sing. Like he walking away. Yo, I was in tears, in tears. But I never forgot that. Like I got a couple of more funny stories. Um, the last the last one was I thought it was hilarious when the guy that does the trick with the hats asked you to take a picture with you. Boss man, my and, man. And you just you know, she just looked at him. And she was like. No. <laughs> I was like, yo, I said, I better not ever ask for a picture. I was like, but you always gave me pictures whenever I see you. So that's all I wanted to say. Yo. You, know, you know, I love you to death. Peace, Sebastian. I said, you're lucky. You're lucky. I hate you. I really do. Because you stole my girl. She was my girl first. Right? Security. Yo. On that note, Melissa, thank you for coming through. And um, I'm going to send you a copy of this, and you'll see it. We're going to post it all over. People need to hear this, see how real you really are. And um, continue success. We wish you the best. Thank you. God bless Um, you all, okay? Have a good night. I'll see you soon, all right? We're going out on this. Check this out. We're going out with this. Let's go. Let's Let's go. The Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on Press Nation Radio. Our guest, Melissa Morgan. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Everybody, unmute yourself.
yes, yes, y'all. You are tuned in to Fresh Nation Radio, the heart and soul of the nation. WJON, 24-7, limited commercials. All right, y'all, that's it. We good. All right. We out. I'd like to say good night to everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you, y'all. Thank everybody for coming out. Appreciate you. Good night, all. Good night. There I go, 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 there I